You could stand at half cut and rep better than these guys. Oh, And we are back with another episode of From the Rafters. Sam and I are here recording on a Saturday. I don't know why I always do that in the intro, Sam. I'm just going to go on a tangent here. I don't know why I always say the day. I think it's because I forget what I'm about to say, and I use that as a I buffer. think you should say the day. You should say, oh, it's Saturday, March yeah. 12, uh, 13th. Yeah, yeah. Is that it the 13th? someone's listening to it. It yeah. is the 13th. Wow. Yeah, Saturday, March 13th, 2021. If you're listening years into the future, there's your reference. But uh, Celtics just lost their first game back from the All-Star break. It was a tough game to the Nets, who were without KD, but still had Kyrie Irving and James Harden. So they're no slouch of a team. What do you take away from that loss, Sam? Is it, you know, I, I don't see it as a, you know, must-win game, but it's definitely one I think, I know I wanted the Celtics to win. I think every everybody did just to get back into a rhythm. Are, does it worry you? Are you fine with it? I mean, they fought hard. What do you take away? Um, what it does for me is it makes me think that, oh, maybe – Maybe they're not good enough or, you know, things like that. Like maybe they do need to make a move because they played decent. I mean, did they or did they not? Because then you'd really think about Jalen Brown and Kemba had really off games. But Brooklyn didn't have KD, but they did have Landry Shamit, who had no business shooting the way he did. So uh, I say that is a fair trade-off. I I wouldn't say fair (laughs) trade-off. I would. And that was Uh, unbelievable. Yeah, he, he had a solid game. It was definitely tough because, like you said, Jalen Brown and Kemba, I would say mainly Jalen Brown, though, had a really rough night. I don't know the exact stats. I can go find it uh, momentarily, but I I don't think it's fair to jump on Jalen Brown right away. He hasn't had too many, you know, dud games. I'm not jumping on him. It's just. Well, yeah, no, I know. But what do you think? He was the one that didn't play well. Was it just an off night? Like, what do you think was going on? Is it as simple as that? Maybe he's tired. I see a lot of people saying he's tired. Because he's playing a lot, a lot of minutes. Uh, you know, All Star Weekend, he didn't really get any time off. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's and that. Fun fact: Jalen Brown played the most minutes of anybody on the Celtics uh, against the Nets by far. He played forty minutes against the Nets, uh, which is five more than Tatum, six more than Kemba, uh, and he shot five of twenty-three from the field that night and th- three of twelve from three. Uh, not great in any sense. He took the most shots on the team. He took the most threes on the team. He was playing good defense. He had four steals, and he, he was bringing other things to the, the playing field, too. He had six assists, which is the most on the team. So it's not like he was completely ineffective. But if Jalen Brown has a good shooting night against the Nets, that's a completely different ball game because the, the final score was 121-109 Nets. But realistically, that's just because, you know, the end of the game, things got away. Like, I don't think that fully reflects how close this game actually was. Well, Brooklyn uh, finished the game on a like twelve to two run or something like that. Like it was one oh eight, one oh six, and then the Celtics kind of what happened? Was it was that the Tatum turnover or was that before it was? I think or it after might have, that. I think it might have been the Tatum turnover. That was stupid. That pissed me off. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that turnover, though, I was going to say Tatum had a pretty solid night. It was a very efficient he had a great night. He was the best guy yeah. on the team. Mm-hmm. He shot. He, he was efficient. Of You're absolutely yep. right. I was so pumped to see him have a, an efficient night. That's the guy that they need him to be, and he needs to be consistent like that. I believe before the break he was playing pretty well, too. He had yeah. – was it against – The Wizards game. Uh, the Wizards game, he was really good. What about the Clippers game? There was one of the games where he had a good overall game and not just, like, closing. Because in that Wizards game, he wasn't great the whole game, but he closed well. Yeah, I think it was that um, Clippers game where he played really well. I double-check now. Uh, he had, No, he had 14. It must have been the Raptors game. Um, let me just look because I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, he had 27, 12, and five on super efficient shooting from everywhere. Yeah, there you go. That, 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 that was a great game. There was one game I was like, damn, he's playing really well. Mm-hmm. That was the one. And, and this Nets game, he had another one of those good games. It was just that turnover at the end, you know, one stupid mistake that ended up, I wouldn't say costing the Celtics game, but it definitely hurt them Made in the impact. end. Would you agree with the sentiment that if the Celtics are going to be title contenders with this roster, not as currently constructed, but with this like core players currently constructed, Jason Tatum has to be a superstar, and he has to play at this level every night. Yeah, he needs to play really well, 
and needs his his teammates to play well too for them to have success. And early on when they were playing out of their mind, eight and three, him and Brown were really going off. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, you know, they could really compete with this roster. And, you know, as of right now, it's not going the same. It's not they, they, nobody's clicking all at once. You know what I'm saying? One mm-hmm. guy will have a good night and the other two will not play well. Mm-hmm. And when they do all click, they win games. And so that's going to be the key to win games. When Kemba's on, they win games. Uh, and even if one of the other two are off. And it's weird that usually if the Celtics lose a game, it's because one of the Jays is off. It's like, because it, you'd think usually if the Jays are on, or if one of the Jays is on and Kemba's on, then they'll win, right? But it's usually either if one of the Jays is off, they lose. But, like, the be- it, it's just such a weird formula because there's no, like, exact pattern as to why they're losing games. Because usually when you have a team as talented as this, right? And I do think the Celtics team is extremely talented. Tatum and Brown are both top 30 players in the league, in my opinion. Kemba's playing at an all-star level as of late. So usually when you have a team as good as this, there's a pattern like, okay, this is why they're losing. And, and for a while it was the ball movement. But even in games, it seems like where they're passing well, they still, like, seem to crumble. And I don't understand why they're losing games at times. Do you know what I'm saying? They, they're just not great down the stretch. And I think yeah. I think Brooklyn really is. They're, what was it, 18-1 and one now when they enter the fourth with a lead? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, they don't they – don't, uh, lose games down the stretch that's one thing that comes with having three closers like they do like <laughs> you have three different guys that can close the game for you the celtics have i don't really know maybe Depends. tatum sometimes usually i don't really like him closing games uh brown usually doesn't get the opportunity to do it and kemba used to be able to do it but he hasn't really gotten the chance this year so yeah i mean who knows i this this is just the regular season uh, you got to get ready for the playoffs. I guess you just the goal should be make sure you can iron out whatever the kinks are before the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's not right. a championship or bust. It's it's make a good run or bust. Obviously, I think you know you don't want to lose in the first round. That's that's the goal, mm-hmm. and put up at least a good fight in the second round. I, I feel like Eastern Conference Finals could potentially be a thing depending on the seeding, because I mean you want to probably avoid Milwaukee and Brooklyn make them mm-hmm. play each other, right? <clears throat> yeah. Philadelphia, I, I, I mean, Philadelphia is Philadelphia. They scare know? me too. They scare me too, though, this year. No? They, I they mean, they do, but they much? don't. You know, I don't know. I, I Philly's going to Philly, man. I don't know. I don't know. And Embiid's a monster this year. Embiid did just get hurt last night at the time we're recording this, though. But it, it came back as just a bone bruise, so he he will be okay, which is – which. I mean, I know you like Embiid. I like Embiid. I like Embiid. He's been ridiculous this season. I don't know if you saw this stat, but Embiid is currently averaging 30 points, shooting 50% from the field, and shooting 40% from three. The only other person in NBA history to do that was Steph Curry in his unanimous MVP season, and Embiid's a seven-foot-one setter. That's that's like that's like unheard of shit right there. That's yeah, ridiculous. Pretty crazy. Absolutely he's been unreal. Insane. And he's and a he, force inside. Too, which mm-hmm. is a problem, especially for the Celtics. Thompson has shown he can't really handle that. He but, cooks uh, the Celtics. He cooks the Celtics every time he plays us. And, and whether or not it's, you know, the fouls, which I know is a big issue in one game, he he knows how to get those fouls, which is just as impressive. He's basically James Harden in a seven foot one body at this point, which is kind of insane when you think about it. It's um, it's ridiculous. He he, I, I he's my front runner for MVP. I don't know your thoughts on that, but. If you had to pick an MVP right now, who would it be? We'll ask you that real quick. I mean, he's the best player on the best team in the conference. I think he's probably he he deserves it. He's playing really well. People mm-hmm. say Jokic, but the Nuggets aren't really playing well enough. I think for him to be MVP, they've picked it up lately. I know they're like I know for a while they were like below five or not below five hundred, but sitting around it. And I know now they're. 22 and 15, so it's not like they're terrible anymore. So I, I guess that's an argument. I know Steph Curry is one that a lot of people pegged at the start of the season, but the Warriors are kind of average. So I don't know about that. Damian Lillard's another huge one. I've seen a lot of people say too. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Guys playing with a skeleton crew because everybody's hurt. (laughs) Yeah. And they're 21 and 15. So he's leading the skeleton crew to wins, which is, he's a good player, man. He's got respect. He's probably, he gets to win something there. 
mm-hmm. or at least compete. I mean, what are they? They've been to the conference finals a couple times, or at least once. Once, once, yeah. Once. Let me ask you this: If the Celtics weren't your favorite team, and you could just pick a favorite team, like you had to go out and pick one, who would you choose? Yeah. Oh, I, I have an answer for this. I just can't tell you off the top of my head. I, I was actually thinking about this, like, I don't know when I was thinking about this. A team mm-hmm. I always root for. I'm so sorry. I, I, I can't tell you off the top you of my head. You want me to read you every team in the league? and you can No, no, I just need to think about it for a second. <laughs> I got you. Well, you can think and I'll give you my answer. I thought of it because mine's the Blazers. Just Damian Lillard, I think, is my favorite player to watch in the NBA outside of the Celtics. He's just so entertaining like i have a very short list of players i like to watch most of them are superstars and then there's a couple like just randoms that i just enjoy watching like damian lillard's up there i love watching him joel Embiid obviously is up there weirdly enough i really like watching demontis sabonis i don't know why i just think the way he like commands the post is really entertaining those are probably some of the like top three i've got i'm looking at like the, all the teams in the league right now and that's basically just my answers i'd i'd say i like golden state I, yeah. I like their. I think they have good fans, so I think they're a good team. Uh, you know, Is to that support that you had. In your head? Uh, well, I have a couple. Okay, that was. I think Portland actually was the one. I just wasn't like <laughs> thinking about it. I think Portland has good fans too. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're in the Northwest. Celtics are in Northeast, so similar weather. Uh, not that that really matters for a basketball <laughs> team, but you know, I think. I don't know. I think they've had good teams over the years. It's just interesting. That they've never just been able to get to the finals, really. It's unfortunate for them. And then um, I, I kind of like the Pacers, too. I think – well, not not the franchise itself, per se, but I like a lot of the guys on their team. Like, I like Brogdon a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I'm excited to see Karis LeVert play for them today. Yeah. I'm excited to see – I don't know. If, if they were in the East, I'd for sure be rooting for them more. Um, I, re- I really like the Pacers, too. Their jerseys are really – underrated too in my opinion i love their jerseys they're sick yeah. but yeah uh anyways bringing it back to the celtics <laughs> one of the tangent there uh marcus smart made his return against the nets and i think had probably the most impactful performance of the night jason tatum probably had the best he's the man but in terms of impact I, i'd give it to marcus smart what, what do you think about his first game back so one thought i had to myself while i was watching the game was we we always have this discussion whether it's here pre-game wherever which you can watch on Guy Boston Sports Twitter and YouTube. Mm-hmm. YouTube. Um, YouTube is going to be the main main uh, stream coming up because Twitter is being stupid and getting rid of their live stream, which I don't understand. <laughs> uh, presented by Manscaped. Use Hell yeah. Energy. BTUSA is your 20% off code. We need to start making sure we say that. In the 20% podcast. off and free shipping, Sam, and free shipping, which is and kind of And free shipping? Oh, that's actually yeah. kind of fire. It's a that that's why mine got here so fast. Cause when you, when you did that, I got it like two days later and I was like, damn, did he pay like extra for shipping? Nah, free shipping code BTUSA is OP. Use that at checkout 20% they, off. And they'll send shipping. you, they'll send you boxer briefs, uh, uh, or like a trimmer and some ball deodorant, deodorant. and a t-shirt Good. t-shirt too, which is kind of high. Thank you fucking t-shirt. You didn't get a fucking t-shirt. That's kind of lame. Mine came with the t-shirt. They just like me better. But yeah, BTUSA at checkout (laughs) for 20% off and for shipping. Back to it. I think Marcus could be that potential fourth scoring option. I mean, in all all reality, right, he's been pretty efficient this year. He takes decent shots. He's a good facilitator with the ball, and he plays good defense. He's Mm -hmm. really stepping into that. I think he could be a good fourth option for you, and I don't think it's – out of need or lack of a better, um, you know, a better option, I guess. But I, I think he's been really good, man. And recency bias has me, but I love Marcus, and he was excellent against yeah. Brooklyn. He shot efficiently. What was it, three or four from three? Unless yeah. he kept four shooting. Of six, four of six from the field, three of four from three, eight of nine from the line for 19 points. He scored getting 19 points on six shots. What yeah. a beast. Huge. That means he's getting inside, and he's moving without the ball. I see. I saw clips and clips and clips on Twitter of him, you know, being a leader on the floor. Dude, nobody moves without the ball. And that's a big issue for this team. I don't know if it's because they're just kind of told to stand there like a 2K offense or <laughs> what. But, I mean, dude, if people are moving off the ball, it would make it more acceptable for isolation play. Because then yeah. you have uh, you have stuff going on off the ball, which is fine. It's just the problem is people least. standing around. 
Mm-hmm. I agree. It gives you it gives you better chances to score. A hundred percent. And one of the biggest complaints about Smart in years past has been the fact, oh, he takes too many shots. Man scored 19 points on six shots, right? You, there's no reason to complain about that. He Without was, free throws, that's literally impossible. And he was great on defense too. I mean, he was. I wouldn't say he locked up Kyrie, but he definitely like did a good job on James Harden at the very least. Kyrie Irving was in another universe oh, he, that he day. He really had Harden going, huh? Ridiculous. My favorite play of the game was when Smart jumped into Harden on the three, and Harden was like bullshit. And like yeah. that's literally what Harden does. Like that's oh, your yeah. whole offensive like style of play, buddy. Like what are you complaining about? By the way, I'm gonna keep campaigning for it. They need to get rid of that. That needs to go. I don't. <laughs> I don't care if you make an offensive foul or what, but if you're taking a shot that's not a natural motion like that, it should not be a foul. I would prefer that they don't make it a foul because if they don't, then guys are really going to shy away from doing it because it's going to hurt their stats. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I don't think guys will care if they get an offensive foul, but if they their percentages go down, I think they're not going to like that. Mm-hmm. Hot take. <laughs> Harden has been playing elite since getting to Brooklyn this season, regardless of the shots. He's not averaging I forgot, many points. I forgot how much I can't stand him. <laughs> it's because he's so good. The and, and the no, main it's thing not even that. Harden. It's just he's a prick. Like, he complains. He – I don't like – I just don't like the way he plays. And I don't like the way he shot his way out of Houston. But I, I really hate the way that he relies on free throws. Every time he shoots a three, he falls down. Yeah. Like, that should not be a thing. He's doing less of that in Brooklyn, I will say, ever since getting there. And he's relying a lot more on his playmaking. And he's he's leading the league in assists right now. Like, he's he's a great playmaker, and I think that's underrated. Um, but I completely understand where you're coming from. I, I haven't seen it as much from him in Brooklyn, which I guess is a good thing. Because I think he is a really good player outside of that, obviously. So if he's shied away from that, I think he'd get more respect around the league in general. But, uh, but yeah, Smart did a really good job defending Harden, but it was – Harden's teammate and former Celtic Kyrie Irving that ended up absolutely killing Boston in that game. He had 40 points. He just wouldn't miss. He he was getting to the line. He was getting inside. He was doing whatever he wanted. And it was... (laughs) He wasn't missing from any jump shots. It was crazy. He wasn't even hitting the rim. Yeah. I honestly can't even tell you, like, a time he played like that when he was playing for the Celtics. (laughs) No, I'm serious. Like, they're really aren't times that I could think of where like, I was like, wow, this is the most incredible thing I've ever seen. And that I've that, seen that game was, I've seen was Isaiah incredible. do that. I've seen days where Tatum has done that. Brown did that a lot this year where he wasn't missing. I cannot tell you a time where I was like, damn, Kyrie really isn't missing. You yeah, know, it's like, not like he wasn't great in Boston. He played great. It just wasn't like, you know, that electricity that it like, just like you watch and like, this guy's incredible. This guy's a superstar. You know what I'm saying? What I want to talk about with Kyrie is what he said after the game. Did you hear about mm-hmm. this, Jack? I did, yeah. It was in That's his post-game. Prick. I hate that guy. Oh, really? Oh, I hate that guy. <laughs> fucking, he says, uh, somebody asked him about hugging, you know, the Celtics. And he's like, oh, yeah, like, isn't that funny how, huh? like, all the shit people talk about me? Like, yeah. I, I don't know why they hug him. I, well, I don't get it. I hate that. I don't think I hate that they hug him. I, I feel like the fans hate Kyrie way more than his teammates do. Because I feel well, like... Yeah, we have we didn't get to see what happened, but he yeah. 1,000% quit on them, and he was not getting along with somebody there. Yeah. I, I so, think it was Jalen Brown and Rozier. Maybe, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I wish they wouldn't hug him. I, I don't like that. I, the, I just the, don't like... I don't like that they do it with, like, everybody, not just him. I don't like that there's... Uh, a brotherhood around the league. You're not supposed to like the guys you're playing against. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm serious. Yeah, but it's I, like, I get that you have friends like yeah. Tatum, Bradley Beal. Like that's different, but you don't have to hug everybody. Yeah, the way I see it is like, obviously they're competitive, but they you also have to separate. Like you all like th- this is a very unique and I, I don't want to call it a club, but like the NBA. Like you guys are all in the yeah, NBA. It's not it. a lot of people, so you, you're going to be close with the people. It's you're one of the reasons I like Embiid so much, Jack, because he's real. <laughs> you know, like yeah. he he is a competitor like that. There's not a lot of guys left like that that'll be like go screw. Yeah, hundred percent. It doesn't so, happen, the, and the they should be telling Kyrie. him to go screw. I I went back and watched it. I don't know why. What compelled me to do it? I went. I watched some of the highlights from those Milwaukee games. He quit on the friggin' team. Like, how how can you have somebody so clearly quit on your team in a playoff series that they should have won? And I'll take it to my grave. They should have been able to win that series if they played well. 
and he leaves. He quit on the team halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're all okay with that. So I, I got the quote for you. He was asked <clears throat> after Thursday night about embracing. I said his it verbatim. Um, it was yeah. big, big surprise, huh, to a lot of people. Yeah. All that shit talking about me and all the relationships I have with every teammate of mine. I'm glad we get to see it every single game that I've got some great people out here. So what an asshole. There you go. <laughs> it's just it's frustrating me because like in all reality, like maybe I have a different viewpoint. I, I bet Kyrie is a really nice dude. Like in, in person, I bet if I so went up to him bad. and I had a conversation with him, he would be Crazy. a really nice guy. Right. Like if I walk up to Kyrie Irving on the street, hey, say, hey, what's up, Kyrie? Uh, I'm a Celtics fan. Uh, I like you when you're in Boston. I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna be an asshole to the guy, right? And he'll probably be like, "Oh, thanks, man." Like, like, hey, Kyrie, I'm a Celtics yeah, okay. fan. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I know what you do, but like, he's probably a nice dude. It's just frustrating to see, like what you said, he very clearly wasn't playing his hardest in that Milwaukee series to see him do something in Brooklyn this good. And maybe it's just he didn't want to be in Boston anymore, which is fine. But like you and said, then, like you paid to play here, and you're you just love gonna, those like, guys quit so him. much. Why, why'd you leave them? Why? Yeah. Why'd you leave? It's tough. Why, why were you such an issue when you were here before you left? Because mm-hmm. I, I can't say that I would want him to stay because he was such a problem. Mm-hmm. He, he was always creating trouble, controversy. He hates the media, which is fine. I mean, you, you're entitled to not like the media. But, I mean, they're, they're tell, the media is telling what everyone's seeing, that you're being a prick. So mm-hmm. why is he able to be a prick and be forgiven? I don't, I don't like that. I don't know, man. It's just... I wish some player on the Celtics from that year, maybe when it's all said and done, will come out and say what exactly happened, right? Because obviously yeah, we don't know the full I story. I would love that. But I, I want to know what happened, right? I, I it, it couldn't have been all Kyrie, in fairness. Like, it, there were probably other problems going oh, on. Oh, there were definitely other problems. But, like, he was the only one showing it. Yeah, 100%. Everyone else was at least professional enough with the media. I feel like that plays into it, too, because he doesn't like the media. He was just like, fuck this. I don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? And everyone else was trying to be more professional. It, it just – it left a clear sour taste in the mouth of Boston fans, and I don't think that's unfair to say. Like, I feel like it's, you know, fair enough that they don't like him. I mean, he, he left a bad taste in their mouth. He left the city. And the big part he quit. of it is he quit you, on say, the team. you say at the start of the season that you're going to stay. They run into problems during the season. It's not working. And then you quit. That's, I think, if he had said nothing at the start of the season, I don't think it would have been as bad as it was. Right? Would you agree? As bad. Yeah, not- probably not. It'd still be pretty bad, though, the way he <laughs> le- the way he quit. Like, yeah. that's that's the main issue that I remember. And I remember when it happened, like, when he was, like, playing so bad in those games. Like, I was like, he can't leave after that, can he? Like, he can't. Like, that can't be the last thing he does. Like, that's, like, really bad on his legacy. And then opening night of free agency, gone. Just well, I gone. mean, you knew – after a while, you kind of knew he was going to leave. But, like, yeah, like before free agency, you kind of knew. But I remember just at the time thinking, I was like, can he really leave after that? Is that something – like, that's – we were having a conversation on locker room within heckling distance when we had all the people on. And I was talking about, like, free agency, like, teaming up as a weak move. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Do you, do you agree with like, that? Yeah, I think I have a slightly different viewpoint on it than you do. Because in my opinion, like, for example, LeBron going to Miami, I don't have as much of a problem with as Kyrie going to Brooklyn with Katie. Because the difference is LeBron left a team that – that Cavs team, they weren't doing shit. Like, in, like, let's be real here. He, like – Maybe you have a different opinion. That, that Cavs, Cavs team, team won 66 games, Jack. You know that, yeah, right? Like they they won 66 games. Because Shaq was old, but they had Shaq. They had uh, Anton Jameson, Bo yes, Williams. Like, the They're not like amazing players. Don't get my, me wrong. My point is the year after Kyrie leaves Boston, right? How many games they win? They're in the playoffs again. They make the Eastern Conference Finals. LeBron leaves yeah. that Cavs team. Yeah, good. you're right. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's there is like a difference. So. There's a difference, but, but I say Kyrie so leaving the Celtics to go to the Nets. The Celtics are constructed. If Kyrie stays, they could make a championship run. I I believe that. If Kyrie stays, could have won last year. If exactly. He stayed healthy, played, had a good attitude. Like you look at this Celtics team with Gordon Hayward last year. I'm not saying Kemba's a good player, but I would say Kyrie's a much better player than Kemba Walker right now. And I don't think you can argue that. If Kyrie no, can't, if especially Kyrie's since on, Kemba hasn't been playing well. Yeah. If Kyrie's on the team last year. And Jalen Brown is still able to make those strides, you know, and you take Kyrie Hayward and the Jays and then that supporting cast with smart and everybody. 
championship team. That's a championship caliber team more so than they were last year. And they made the Eastern Conference Finals last year. That's why it frustrates me so much that Kyrie left. Because Don't he forget left about the commercial, too. What was the commercial? With him and his dad in the garden, and he said he wants to have his number in the rafters. Yep. What a prick. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I, I I don't think anybody in Boston will be, you know, respecting Kyrie for a long, long time. It's just, it, I, he I left still can't wait for there to be a full house at the garden, and he that has still to hasn't play. happened yet, huh? I don't think yeah. that's happened. And yet. I'm not really going to have any respect for him having big games against them until that happens. Like, if he does it in a full garden, like, it's going to suck. But, like, <laughs> Then you then you kind of have to respect. Yeah. Like I don't want to hear anyone talk about Christmas because there's no one in the there's no one in the gym. Like yeah. he probably if if there's people there he probably doesn't even play. Mm-hmm. And now a quick word from our sponsor. I got a question for you. This is kind of off topic, but like on the topic of players leaving, right? If it's a full garden, right? I'm not saying it will be, but like hypothetically, if there's a full garden, does Gordon Hayward get booed or cheered when he comes back? They'll, they'll probably boo him just because he didn't really have, I, I personally don't think he deserves to get booed. Yeah. I, mean, I agree. saying that, but I think people will boo him because I mean, he was a massive disappointment here mm-hmm. and it wasn't his fault. I don't think it was his fault. And it wasn't his fault. And but, I'll argue, I, I'll go to my grave saying this. His season last year was as good as he's ever been. He was just it was a small fine. role. Yeah. I, I think and that if he had a larger role, he would have been an all-star last season. I also want to, in his defense, if you're listening and you would think about booing him, you shouldn't because dude literally missed the birth of his first son yeah. to play in the conference finals last year. I mean, that give was, him a break. That was I, I have so much respect for that, even though, like, I don't I wouldn't think have he done that. personally shouldn't uh, have done that. I don't think yeah. he should have done that. But – I mean, you got to respect it. He was so dedicated to the team to do that. I'm honestly. What I don't understand is left. why the fuck I wish didn't he they leave. Why didn't they fly Robin to Florida? Like you're telling me the, the NBA bubble. doesn't have. Yeah, but you're telling me Gordon Hayward and his thirty-eight million dollars doesn't have enough to like make that work somehow. You know what I'm saying? Do you know how? It doesn't matter about money. It's it's the protocol. It, yeah, but they COVID were letting was a lot more serious. They were letting families at that point. They were letting families in at that point, Sam. They were letting family members in. I don't Maybe know. I'm they just don't saying, want to risk her getting sick with the yeah, baby. And that's fair. But I'm just saying they have the money. They could have found a way to get it work, found a way to get doctors into the bubble and shit. You know, I don't know. It, it was just. I don't know if you're. Are you, well, my <laughs> mom, my mom's a flight attendant. She was like flying when she was pregnant. But I don't know how yeah. much they recommend you. I, I understand. But, travel when you know, you're pregnant. Respect that Gordon details. Hayward. Respect that Gordon Hayward did that. I know you said you wouldn't. I wouldn't have done that. I know. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't boo him either. I don't think he deserves to be booed. But I think he would be just because. You do have the the people that are upset. Now, I understand the people that are upset, too. I think it's disappointing. And I honestly think he kind of should have stayed mm-hmm. this year. And then, and I mean, they're, they're saying the money in free agency this upcoming year is going to be there, too. So, like, literally, he should have stayed. He, if he <laughs> stays, I mean, he gives himself a good shot at competing again. But and I, I understand he wanted a bigger role, and he wasn't going to get that in yeah. Boston. And he's playing really well in Charlotte, and fair enough. It, it's nice to see him succeed. Charlotte's not bad this year. They're, they're probably going to make the play-in at the very least, so it's good for them. But, uh, but yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see maybe the Celtics match up with the Hornets at some point in the playoffs, but I don't know. Uh, I wish Hayward the best. They have a couple games against the Hornets uh, coming up second half of the season because they haven't played them yet, I don't believe, so... It'll be fun to see. And there probably will be fans, at least a little bit, in the garden when it happens. So uh, shout out to that. Another quote I wonder when I wanna... they're going to let like, – like, I wonder when they're going to lift the capacity. Because this week Biden mm-hmm. said he wants everyone to be eligible to be vaccinated by May 1st. Yeah, which and, is like, a long shot in my opinion. But uh, it, No, I don't think it's a long shot that everyone will be eligible. It's a long shot that they'll actually yeah. get the shots. Okay. That, yeah, that's the big go. thing. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean – I, I want everyone to get vaccinated as soon as you can. I'm vaccinated. Feel fine. Yeah. I feel like I can leap over tall buildings in a single bound. <laughs> Vax- my mom's vaccinated. My dad got his first shot. Actually Spider-Man now. So yeah. I mean, you see the, I'm not trying to get into politics and I don't think this is politics. I think it's just, you know, world issues. Uh, but I mean, dude, like the leaders are all getting the vaccine on camera. Yeah. I mean, if if it was bad, I don't think they're trying to take anybody out. I want the I vaccine. Know. Just I don't know. Again, like Sam said, this isn't a politics podcast, but the vax. Come on, get vaccinated so you can go to the garden again. There like, you go. <laughs> if, if 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 I'm the NBA or if I'm if I'm the government, I'm making it so you can't do shit unless you're vaccinated after yeah. a while. Yeah, I agree. That that's gonna get people. Even if you don't want to get the shot, like some of my friends don't want to get it because 
um, you know, by the time we're actually eligible, if you're not working in healthcare like I do, um, everyone's it's going to be herd immunity anyways, and yeah. there's not going to be any reason to get it. But, but I mean, if you have to show that card state. to people to get yeah. into whatever, everyone will get it. it. Everyone will get it. But anyways, yeah, moving on to the next Celtics topic, get the vaccine. Uh, Tice had a quote after the game that I thought was funny, and I don't know if you heard it. I um, didn't hear but, but I, uh, I actually has good things to say, mm-hmm. so I'm interested. They were asking him. I don't know the full quote, but I know this little snippet. Um, I think they were asking him something about, like, the physicality with which he plays. And basically he just goes, I don't care if I get hit in the face. Oh, <laughs> yes, I did hear this. I thought this was from a different day. But continue. No, no, no. It, no, that was it. I just thought that was, like, the most Tice quote ever. And he had a – Yeah, he a said he would literally do anything to help the team. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Tice. Honestly, 17 and 8 against Brooklyn. If, if they want him. What would you say? Yeah. If if he if they want him to stay, he'll probably sign back. I, I think. hope so. How much would you give Tice? Say say the Celtics had unlimited money, there was no cap. What what do you put his value? Yeah, if at? there's no cap, you just give everyone the max deal. Okay. I don't see why you don't do that. But, but like, no, no. Realistically, I'd probably pay him like ten. Ten. I think he could get fifteen, low key, like on the from open market. Celtics though? No, from like I'm talking like I, in terms of value overall. I, I agree, and I, I tend to think that too. But then, like, who do we have on? We had somebody on. They were talking about that. And I think I brought up, like, 10, and they were like, well, realistically, like, you know, Tristan Thompson funny. only got, you know, this much. Nine. And yeah, nine. Yeah, he got nine. And, like, he was kind of heralded, you know, Celtics one with him. And he hasn't played great this season. Has been playing better in his defense. I think you would agree, right? He's been better mm-hmm. lately. And, uh but, I mean, he he's kind of a big name, won a championship. Tice is not as big of a name, I don't think, as Thompson was. But Tice can shoot, and that pays. Like, we know that pays in the NBA. Joe Harris only shoots, and he got $18 million. I'm not calling Tice Joe Harris, but I'm just saying, if you are in the NBA and you can shoot the basketball, you're going to get paid the big bucks, especially if you're a center. Tice is a center. He can, like— Fight down low. He's a little bit undersized, but he's he can block shots. He can score inside, and he can shoot the three at almost forty percent. That's gonna get you money, and that that's just why I think he can get fifteen mil uh, on the open market. Who's gonna pay him that? I'm looking around the league. I don't know exactly, but like I, I don't know. Team who has money could give him a little bit like the Mavericks. If Ty signs with the Mavericks, elite, and they might have money after this year with Tim Hardaway. You know what I'm saying? I just think there'll be a market out there for him to get 10 to $15 million. Yeah, I think it's fair. Well, like I was saying, the money this year is probably going to be quite a bit. I don't know. It's definitely going to be interesting to see because he is a free agent. And that brings up the idea. Do you trade him? Do you capitalize on this value during the season? I would understand if they traded him, but the you know they've got to be getting something back worthwhile. I think Thompson can be a starter for you and Williams off the bench, but I like the versatility Tice brings with his shooting. Mm-hmm. It's a tough if call. I, if I'm going to be completely honest, I don't love Thompson lately. I think I'm going to disagree. It's just because he's just a black hole. He, he, he's been a I agree with that. Out. He is absolutely a black hole, but at least his shots are kind of falling <laughs> in now. I think I if know. you look at the percentages over the last couple of weeks, they've gone way up. And before, yeah. like he's missing the hooks, missing the putbacks, but now at least they're going in. <laughs> yeah. I agree with that though. And yeah. if he was to kick it out, he could they could get so many good looks off of his offensive. He could rebounds. average like five fucking assists a game if he kicked yeah. it out. Yeah, exactly. But like, he, he doesn't do that. I, I think they're working on him because there's been a couple of times where he actually didn't. I was like, oh, re- real shit, you know? Like, oh my god. I mean, I- I'm gonna give you a Facebook take here. But God, do I want Robert Williams to start, man? I, I know with the health and everything, but like he would be so good in that starting lineup, getting those big minutes, right? Like I think it's a fair, that's a fair take. Would he positively be better? Maybe not, because yeah. like he he's playing against bench players a lot of the time, and also him coming off the bench is just I don't know. It's like a spark role, and he's excelling in the role, so I don't see any reason not to keep him in the role, if that makes sense. I want sense. to test it, it out, though. I want to see what and happens. And that's how Brad Stevens thinks, too. Because mm-hmm. you saw it when Isaiah Thomas was the spark guy off the bench. He literally refused to start him until Marcus got hurt. <laughs> and then, like, he finally started him. And how did that fucking turn out? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. No, I agree. I, I think <laughs> I think you're right. I'm not saying Rob's going to be the next. I don't MVP. disagree with the take, but I'll, I'll play devil's advocate and say maybe it doesn't work. You know? Rob, by the way, six blocks against the Nets absolutely insane right that's what i'm saying i didn't even see him he's becoming under the radar good now which is kind of insane um but yeah man 
Robert Williams has been nothing short of amazing this season. And I don't know. The Celtics need to do something. And you mentioned at the start of the show, and every single podcast now, we talk about trades. We talk about the open market. And it's getting tedious. You have to. That's what I'm saying. you got to talk about it. So after watching that Nets game, because I feel like that was a pretty good indication of how well the Celtics can be. It was the first time we've seen the whole team play together in a long time, minus Romeo Lankford, which, by the way, come on, man. Like, you're cleared to play. And then COVID, I have to assume, right? Health and safety. Like, that's got to yeah. be COVID. Oh, well, I'm sure. I don't uh, know if he has it, but he might have been on contact tracing or something. But it's just like the timing. Oh my God! At least he's not injured. Injured, you know. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't have it because <laughs> we saw what he did to He's gonna have COVID, and then the day he's supposed to come back, like trip on a Lego or something stupid and be hurt again. It's just like it, it's got to be a running joke at this point. It's fucking ridiculous. Romeo Langford can't get back on the court, but uh, yeah, like I said, this Nets game, I think is kind of an indicator of how good the Celtics can be. What piece do you think was missing during that game? Obviously, Brown had an off night. Kemba you know, Walker Brown's did your answer. Great um, but like, but what could the Celtics add to this team based on that game, just the season as a whole? Like, just depth, I guess. Mm-hmm. I will say about that game, and uh, I'll I'll say about the healthy lineup because we we met, you mentioned it. So those guys have played in two games all together. They played against the Lakers for three quarters, and they were up seven at when Marcus went out. Mm-hmm. and they played Brooklyn pretty well the whole game with Brown not being good and Kemba being all right, you know? Yeah. I think there's a lot of potential for them to be a really good, you know, uh, core of players. Brown that, Tatum. That doesn't mean Brown Tatum, Kemba, Marcus. Okay. okay yeah. And that doesn't mean that they can't make a trade. Um, I, I think I like the Harrison Barnes thing. I like mm-hmm. – I don't know. It's hard to say. I, I like think Danny Ainge. I really like the Rockets as a candidate for a trade. Danny Ainge said um, on Toucher and Rich this week. I don't know if you heard it, but like he's really looking to make a move that's going to help for years to come, not just yeah. one, you know, half the season. And I think that's Which an excellent hard. way to go about it. Which is tough to do, though. It is tough, but I think that's your best bet, and I, I agree that they really shouldn't salvage a lot of the future pieces, whether they think they're, let's say Robert Williams, for example, they shouldn't salvage him in a trade for just something for this two months. I agree. Or however long. Which is why. Yeah. You've got years and years of Jalen and Jason to have success. You know, this might not be the year we saw Brooklyn Thursday. They looked excellent. They weren't even at full strength. Mm-hmm. Granted, and, the bench played out of their mind. And <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I'm. I was joking earlier, but I mean, they were like 10 of 15 from three yeah. as a bench. The, Unbelievable. The bench and, and Joe Harris didn't even play well, and he's usually the guy yeah. that's going to kill you for three, which was was painful to watch. But uh, we'll, we'll say him and Shamit were a fair trade off. Then we won't, we won't <laughs> Shamit with KD. Shamit yeah. had no business doing that, and that was yeah. aggravating. Shamit had 18 points. What made six threes, which is ridiculous, but. No, yeah, I, I think Evan on our latest podcast said it really well. You don't got to go out and make the big move because realistically, a Vucevic trade would probably just gut your entire bench, which at this point is already bad. Yeah, it's it's bad <laughs> enough, right? You can't you can't do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's brutal. So I, I like the Rockets. That's my pick. You know, Macklemore and Daniel House, bring them into Boston. It'll help you for a little while. They're cheaper. Um, I, I don't know if I like Tucker as much, but um. Just bring in depth. Just because he's old, and, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Realistically, the best guy out but there. But he's done playing there. Yeah. The best guy to help the Celtics right now, though, I would say probably could be Aaron Gordon. For future and now, I think that's probably one of the best pieces on the market, quote unquote. Good call. Out there. But the question is, let me ask you this. What do the Magic want for that? And you're not a Magic guy, so you're not going to know the answer. But what would you give up for Aaron Gordon? I don't know, man. I, I don't like <laughs> It's not that I don't like the idea. I think you're making a good point. It's just me personally. I don't think he's been amazing. And he hasn't been on a good team, to be fair. Yeah. He's, he's shooting role, pretty well this season, though. So I'll give him that. But his role is probably bigger than it would be here, for sure. Mm-hmm. Is he is he playing again, or is he still hurt? I think he's just getting back into the lineup now. So, but yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. He, picks? Because they don't need the picks anymore. Right, right now, they don't. Aaron Gordon, um, last game... Nine points, two rebounds. He only played 13 minutes, keep in mind, so he's on lower restriction. But nine points, two rebounds, three for eight from the field. So he, he's not amazing, but he's 
he'll help. And he's a good defender, which I know you like. So there's that. But uh, I don't know. It's definitely interesting to see what – wow, Magic got blown out. I'm just looking still. He didn't play in this one. Did he get hurt again maybe? Because he only played 13 minutes and he didn't play the next game. Maybe they're not playing back-to-backs or whatever. Possibly. Back-to-back. But, um, yeah, yeah, it was. But the Magic lost 77-104 to 104 to the Spurs. So it's, uh, it's pretty ugly. Pretty ugly. Fun fact also, just random. Nikola Vucevic has the worst plus-minus in the NBA. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> something? That's, I wonder how much yeah. that actually means, though, because he doesn't play with very good guys at this point. Yeah, the the Magic starting lineup against the Spurs was Michael Carter, Williams, uh, Dwayne Bacon, Chuma Okiki, Al Farouk Aminu, and uh, Vucevic. So that will give you some indication as to what's going on in Orlando. I don't know. I just think the Celtics need to do something to change it up. Like, obviously, this isn't a, you know, win or go home year. Right. This isn't a year where if the Celtics don't win, they have to gut the team. They have to make a massive coaching change. They have to change stuff like last year. Clippers get bounced in the second round. Very obviously something wrong there. I don't know if Doc Rivers was the problem, but they had to change something. Right. Because that was a problem. They were good enough that they had to go further this year. Celtics obviously have deeper issues. They have a young core. Kemba was hurt a little bit. This isn't a year where you gut the whole fucking team. You fire Brad Stevens or Danny Ainge. If they don't make it past the second round, right? First round exit is obviously ideal. But Sam, even if they lose in the first round, you're not going to sit there and say, okay, they need to fire Brad Stevens, no, right? No, I don't think they should fire them regardless. Yeah. yeah. I don't, those guys are safe. But I think if they lose in the first round, you have to think about maybe making a substantial move. Is Kemba that move? Or maybe you don't. Maybe it, you just say it's not your year because I think. I mean, I don't think they should be losing in the first round. I don't think they have business. I don't think it's okay to accept that. But it might, it, you might just have to be like, well, maybe it really just wasn't our year. Mm-hmm. If you're losing the first round. Is Kemba that move, though? Do you think Kemba – is Kemba going to finish his contract in Boston? Let me ask you that. He probably will because I don't know what they're going to get back for him. But do you trade Kemba for depth? Is that worth it in your opinion? No. Okay. Unless you're getting – the only way you do that is if you, like, get Lonzo. Excuse Plus, me. But would you take Lonzo over Kemba? Uh, yeah, because – well, actually, I think Lonzo's contract's up, so you got to be careful with that. you got to make sure you can sign him first. Um, I probably would just because he could be here for a while. He's been shooting really well from deep this year. He's got a lot of weapons around him if he plays at Boston. Uh. A lot of more players to pass to at the very least, which is going to be huge for him. So, yeah, I don't know. I I would like Lonzo. I think you got to get more depth if you're trading. Like, Kemba for Lonzo straight up is not a good deal for the Celtics. I think that makes it worse. But if you get, like, you know, Josh Hart, J.J. Redick, and, like, a pick or something, I don't think the Pelicans would do that, but it depends on – extra picks if they wanted them. Yeah. It's just – I don't know. Would you trade Kemba and picks for Lonzo? Like, is that what you're saying? Not straight up, but Lonzo in depth. Okay, yeah. That makes sense. It's just like you said, there's probably not a market out there for Lons or for Kemba, sorry, which is frustrating because it's like I forget who said this. If Kemba's playing well, you don't want to trade him, but if he's playing bad, there's no market. It's that's just how it works. It might have been you. I think it might have been KJ too, but uh, probably both of us. It's just it's a really tough situation. And you mentioned you don't want to trade Robert Williams, right? Is he untouchable in your eyes, or is it just unless you're getting something? unbelievable it's not okay. he's untouchable but for like a short-term fix okay so you're talking trade for harrison barnes wouldn't trade him for vucevic wouldn't trade him for probably wouldn't trade him for aaron gordon maybe i would trade him for john collins maybe i don't i don't know i'm not okay. i'm not sold on that just because we saw collins be inconsistent over a two-game stretch against celtics you know like yes so we'll use Williams collins has as... been consistent yeah so we'll use Collins as the be- benchmark for this next little – I think this is the last thing I want to talk about. Um, I'm going to give you a player in the Celtics, and you tell me if you trade him for – I'm going to go up the list, right? I'll do like Tad Young, then I'll do Harrison Barnes, then Booch, then John Collins, right? Would you say that's the right pecking order in terms of guys you'd want on the Celtics? Yeah. All right. Yeah? You can put Beal on there too. All right. And no, Beal can be above John Collins, right? Yeah, that's fine. And then I was going to put Thur Cat on the end too, but I, I feel like that's less Thur-Cat realistic than Beal. I don't know how unrealistic that is. Really? We talked about this with Evan. Like, dude, what are they doing with him? I mean, to be fair, they have Anthony Edwards, but they don't have their pick this year. And they have D'Lo. They're not, they're, they have D'Lo. He's been bad. And he's been hurt. But they're – I feel like the way 
that franchise thinks like Timberwolves are stupid. I'll just say it. They're they're dumb, like with the way they do things. And so they in their mind, they keep want to keep trying to build around whether they're good at it is another question because they're clearly not very good at it. But yeah. I don't think they're going to give up on Cat. But um, but yeah, okay. So I'll, I'm going to go from the top, right? I'm just going to go random players, and we'll just go through the list. So we'll start with. I'll give you an easy one to start. We'll do Carson Edwards. You trade okay. up for any anybody on that list. Yeah, we'll yeah. start. No. He's he's absolutely haveable, and I think he's someone that if he does get traded, he's going to pan out for. He probably has value. Yeah, or he should because I think if he has a bigger role on, let's say a Houston or a Chicago, right? Like he's going to be able to get reps and he's going to have room for error, and he doesn't really have that on the Celtics, and he's been all right this year when he has played. Okay. Got you. So, so you trade him for anybody in the list, Tad Young yeah. to okay, yep. cat. Um, we'll go Romeo Langford, and I'll run you through the list. So, would you trade Romeo Langford for Tad Young in a deal for no. Tad Young? Okay. No. Um, Harrison Barnes. Maybe I would. Yeah. Okay. And then next up was Vucevic. Yeah. Okay. Or no, Aaron Gordon was next up. Would you trade him for Aaron yeah. Gordon? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Everyone above Thad Young probably just because. Gotcha. I mean, we haven't seen what Romeo is, and I think it's too soon to give up on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he, he was decent. Now, I keep saying this every time we talk about it. He was decent in the games he actually got to play. He was so important to them last year that they made him play with a torn ligament, which was so <laughs> I don't even know yeah. how he could do that, but all right. Mm-hmm. And then does Neesmith fall into the same category as Romeo? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Maybe, Maybe no for Harrison Barnes. Yeah, no for Harrison Barnes. For you Neesmith. wouldn't trade Neesmith for Harrison Barnes? No. Mm, interesting. I would, in my personal opinion, but I guess. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be heartbroken if they did, but I'd prefer not to. Okay, that's fair. Because that's someone you picked with your lottery pick. Not saying that means you have to, you know, let him burn the house down to keep him, but we haven't – I, I want to see what he does next year before yeah. you really make a decision. I, I think fair. it's too soon to decide. Mm, okay. Uh, Grant Williams for Tad Young. Grant Williams is absolutely touchable because he's not even playing some games mm-hmm. and he's healthy. Okay. So what about – so you'd trade him for Tad Young? Probably, yeah. All right. There you go. Maybe not, but probably. And I then probably, def- I wouldn't be upset. Definitely for Harrison Barnes. Yep. Okay. Um, We'll move on to Tristan Thompson for Tad Young. No. Okay. Tristan Thompson for Harrison Barnes. Yeah. Everyone okay. above Young, yes. Okay, there we go. And by the way, for those listening, we're living in a fictional world where there's no salary cap. We're just trying to determine value of players on the Celtics right now. Um, I'm not even going to give you, you know, I'm going to assume that you trade Javante Green, Tremont Waters, Taco Fall, you know, all those guys for any of these guys. I would assume. Do you I'm, even I'm, trade two way players? I don't know, but in terms of value, I like. Yeah. You trade. All right. Shemi Ojale, would you trade for Tayo? Mm, that's tough. Probably not. Okay. I think he gives you defensive versatility, and he's been decently consistent shooting threes, so he's not a liability to have on the floor. And then Harrison Barnes, you would trade Chemi for? Hmm, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I would. Because mm-hmm. Barnes is going to give you probably better than what Chemi does. You just you hate to see him go, though. Yeah. And I'm assuming you'd trade Jeff Teague for anybody. Jeff Teague, I would trade for a second-round pick. <laughs> Bag of Doritos. Um... All right, we'll get a little harder here now. Daniel Tice for Tad Young. No. Daniel Tice for Harrison Barnes. No. Daniel Tice for Aaron Gordon. Maybe, yeah. Daniel Tice for Vucevic? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that that's just an upgrade. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's a line. Or I'm talking, like, in a package for. Yeah, I so, know, but it's still an upgrade. It's okay to lose him if you're bringing in something okay, better. Okay, so Aaron Gordon and up, you'd probably trade him for, we'll say. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. Um... Hayden Pritchard. This would be a hard one. Tad Young. I probably wouldn't trade Pritchard for anything less than Beal. Okay, so we're talking... in the package for Beal. Maybe okay, Collins. Yeah. So you wouldn't trade him for Tad Young. You wouldn't trade him for Barnes. You wouldn't trade him for Aaron Gordon or Vucevic, but probably for Collins. Yeah. Or maybe for Collins, not probably. Yeah. Okay. And then obviously that would mean anything above Collins. Gotcha. Uh, Robert Williams, same thing. Collins, the Robert the... Williams is not getting touched unless it's Beal. So Beal or Cat, Beal or higher. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So do you do you value Cat more than Beal? Let me ask you that. I would assume so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do too. 
All right. Um, Kemba Walker, Tad Young, no. Harrison Barnes, no. You know, Gordon, no. Vucevic, no. Okay. So John Collins. I mean, they wouldn't want him, so no. But but if you had the option, probably not. Beal, maybe, maybe I would. Beal, but, Beal, yes. So Collins, maybe yes. Beal and Cat, yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I sound crazy, probably. Some people that would sell this to people. <laughs> Alrighty. No, but this no, is how I feel about trades. I just don't think it's definitely interesting. You should trade important pieces to your team unless you're getting something back. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we'll do Jalen Brown next, then Tatum, then the last guy. Jalen Brown, no for everybody. I don't same thing. Or Tatum. Okay. Same. I'm just making sure. Just gotta ask. And lastly, I'm gonna go through everyone here. Oh, Marcus Smart. I don't want you to tell me. I'm just gonna go through everyone. Mar- Tad Young, no. Right. Harrison Barnes, right. no. Aaron nope. Gordon, no. no. Vucevic, no. No. John Collins, no. Nope. Bradley Beal. Yeah, probably. I try not to. I, I do everything you can not to. But if Towns, yeah, I would. Okay, so the the maybe deadline or the maybe kind of borderline is Bradley Beal. Yeah, because you know with Marcus, you're gonna have to give up other stuff too. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Yeah, that that's just basically what I wanted to run down. I was curious to see what you I think Marcus is just too to give up. Mm-hmm. And, and he showed that he last night. I'm crazy, man. But he, yeah, he, <laughs> he had showed a that against yesterday. the Nets. Yeah, it was huge. And he he was on a minutes restriction too, so he can do a lot for the Celtics. Might have went for thirty if he was playing in regular minutes. Mm-hmm. I think so too. But yeah, that's all the things I had on my little list. That was the last little segment I wanted to do. Is there anything you wanted to bring up before we start to wrap up? No, I'm sweaty, so I got out <laughs> for work. All righty. Well, in that case, thank you guys so much for listening to From the Rafters. Once again, we are sponsored by Manscaped. Make sure to use code BTUSA at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. Uh, you guys can follow us on Twitter at BannertownUSA. Follow me at NBA. And Sam, go ahead. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Check us out on pregame, Guy Boston Sports, YouTube, and Twitter. We'll be retweeting it. Um, shout out to Jack. It's always a good time to talk to him. Jack, we'll have to do a stream one of these times when we play in the league. Yeah. And I think, I, I don't, you think I should be able to contribute my camera as well on the Xbox. Mm. It'd be fun. Um, so maybe we'll do that. Uh, follow Jack, Jackson one NBA, follow Bannertown, Bannertown USA. Follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. That's our show for today. Bye.